0: Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Permission to Feel by Professor Mark Brackett. Keep listening to find out the rules for managing your emotions. I'm your host Steph Clark and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week it is the book Permission to Feel by Professor Mark Brackett, a very popular book that I know has been doing the rounds and it's taken me a little while to get into or to get onto. Apologies, but here it is. And what a time to be talking about permission to feel and emotions and emotional regulation. It's just, yeah, I feel like for some people, this is going to be an incredibly relevant topic to be thinking about. And I think for all of us, Regardless of our age and circumstances, it's something that we could probably all be a bit better at. So keep listening if you want to find out a little bit more, but I definitely recommend picking up the book as well. Little note actually on that, if you maybe have seen the subtitle of the book and it's about, there's a big piece in there around children and they're regulating or helping kids regulate their emotions. Even if you don't have children, if you have no intention of having children, you don't necessarily have children around you in your life, don't dismiss the book in its entirety. Yes, quite a few of the examples are around kids, but it is definitely not just for parents or teachers and educators. It's absolutely for anyone in terms of the actual concepts and the techniques and tools you can use in the book as well. So don't let the subtitle put you off if you've previously seen the book and thought maybe that's not for you. Now, if you enjoy these episodes, if you like hearing about the books that I've been reading and sharing some of the big ideas, you might also enjoy my fortnightly newsletter, The Bookmark, which comes out each fortnight into your inbox, tells you a little bit more about some of the other books that I've been reading that maybe I haven't got to on the podcast yet, and also some of the podcasts that I've been listening to as well. I do consume quite a few podcasts, and that is the place that I tend to share them and tell you about them. So if you are interested in signing up for that, if that sounds like a good addition to your fortnight email intake then you can sign up using the link at the top of the show notes all right let's get into this book though I'm going to tell you a little bit about the book a little bit about the author and then we'll get into the three big ideas Mark Brackett PhD is the founder and director of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence and a professor in the Child Study Center of Yale University As a researcher for over 20 years, Brackett has focused on the role of emotions and emotional intelligence in learning, decision-making, creativity, relationships, health, and performance. He has published 125 scholarly articles and received numerous awards and accolades for his work in the area. He also consults regularly with corporations such as Facebook, Microsoft and Google on integrating the principles of emotional intelligence into employee training and product design. Most recently, he co-founded the OG Life Lab, a corporate learning firm that develops innovative digital learning systems on emotional intelligence. His mission is to educate the world about the value of emotions and the skills associated with using them wisely. He says, I want everyone to become an emotion scientist. We need to be curious explorers of our own and others' emotions so that they can help us achieve our goals and improve our lives. That was taken from markbrackett.com. As usual, I'll link to that in the show notes. And a little bit about the book. The mental well-being of children and adults is shockingly poor. Mark Brackett, author of Permission to Feel, knows why, and he knows what we can do. We have a crisis on our hands and its victims are our children. The book combines rigor, science, passion and inspiration in equal parts. Too many children and adults are suffering. They are ashamed of their feelings and emotionally unskilled, but they don't have to be. Mark Brackett's life mission is to reverse this course and this book can show you how. And that was taken from the Amazon book blurb. I'll pop a link to that in the show notes as well. All right, let's get into it. The Three big ideas from the book, Permission to Feel by Professor Mark Brackett. Big idea number one is be an emotion scientist. There is a science to understanding emotion. Yes, some of us might have previously or may still think it's all just the fluffy stuff and it's all kind of nonsense, but with the right skills we can uncover, as we'll talk about a little bit more actually as we get into big idea number two, we can uncover that we can learn to understand and appropriately respond to yours and other people's emotions. And really see that emotions are information, which takes that scientific mindset to to emotions, that they're information that gives us something to consider, something to analyze, and especially noticing when they change or when they appear in certain situations and maybe not in others or maybe around certain people and not around others. Chronic stress impacts learning, processing, memory, and our overall health. So knowing how we feel and maybe helping others understand how they feel has bigger implications in life too. And yes, these skills are best learned young, but it's better late than never. Mark and his late uncle Marvin tried to bring these skills to schools in the late 90s, but failed. Not because the kids couldn't handle it or couldn't have those conversations, but actually because the teachers and the adults in the room couldn't and wouldn't see the importance of it and actually were just deeply uncomfortable with having any conversation about emotions. Not because they were worried about the kids' emotions, but it's because they were worried or scared about their own reaction to the kids' own emotions and reactions. So goes to show that unless the adults in the room or in society are equipped with these skills there's kind of no hope for the younger generations coming up so that's big idea number one be an emotional scientist big idea number two is the five skills of emotional intelligence and these come under the little acronym of ruler r-u-l-e-r the first r is recognize and that's recognizing in ourselves and in others through verbal and non-verbal cues what emotion is being felt The second skill is, which starts with the U, is understand, which is understanding those feelings and more importantly, or just as importantly, the source of them. The third skill, begins with L, is label. This involves us or requires us to have a better vocabulary in terms of our emotional awareness and being able to label emotions going beyond just the, maybe the two or three emotional states that we might think of, mad, sad, glad, those kinds of things. So expanding our emotional vocabulary to do that. The fourth skill is express. How can we express or learning to express our emotions in a healthy way that informs others of how we're feeling and maybe what action we need or what help or support we need as a result of that. The final skill is regulate. The final R, regulate. So regulating your emotions rather than letting them regulate you. And there's heaps of practical tactics and examples of this in the book. So that's the five skills ruler. So R, recognize, U, understand, L, label, E, express, and R, regulate. By practicing these regularly, you'll get better at them and may find situations, people, and maybe just your general days easier. Especially if you practice them in your partnership, your family unit, whoever you happen to live with or work with. Understanding is probably one of the hardest ones as we need to be able to ask why in the heat of the moment. Why is that person or why am I reacting like this or feeling this way? Which when you're in the heat of the moment, maybe in a high emotion situation is kind of hard to remove yourself to do labeling might be actually a good one to start with or start building that skill because that we can sort of do in isolation with a list of emotions and improving our emotional vocabulary from the limited mad sad glad that I mentioned earlier that many of us are stuck on and there's actually some stats in the book and Mark has talked about this on other podcasts he's been on as well which says about the emotional vocabulary for a lot of adults including adults not just kids is is pretty low it's it really does revolve around those big emotions rather than some of the more subtle nuanced emotions that we need to get better at recognizing and seeing and understanding so that's big idea number two the five skills of emotional intelligence recognize understand label express and regulate or the ruler rule finally big idea number three bring emotional intelligence home or to work it's so incredibly clear in the book, how much people deeply want and need to share their feelings and how much they're hiding from each other or how much we are hiding from each other for fear of ridicule or some kind of repercussion for sharing how we feel. And there's so many examples in the book of particularly teachers and groups of teachers or adults and parents that Mark has run workshops with who, when they share how they're really feeling, there's all of this outpouring of stress and shame and guilt and um, all these other deep emotional states that people just don't have the opportunity or feel safe to share in other situations. So, along with being an emotion scientist as in big idea number one and using the ruler skills in big idea number two you can bring your emotional intelligence into home or at work by doing four different things so first one is setting yourself up for success with ways of operating or some kind of charter and consistently role modeling your better ways of emotional regulation and and labeling and understanding so using the the rules and again, there was examples in the book of families or, or classrooms that have set a charter for how they will treat each other, how they will deal with emotions, the conversations they will have, the language they will use, which then just sets this baseline for this is how we operate here. And this is how we deal with emotions and regulate them and, and not deal with in terms of hiding them in, in any way, shape or form. This is how we healthily recognize understand manage and regulate them and how having those charters or those agreements of how you'll you'll live or work together have had helped then later on in conversations when things do get hotter or a bit heated The second way you can help yourself and bring emotional intelligence home or to work is to explore by using the emotion scientist mindset, being a learner, not a knower, helping others label the emotions and obviously doing that yourself as well. And not trying to fix or minimize with things like, oh, you know, you'll feel better tomorrow or don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And minimizing other people's feelings, but by understanding them instead. The third one is strategizing. So once you know how the other person is feeling, this might just actually just by be by being there that you will help them. Or it could be a hug if appropriate. Maybe not at work. You know, test your audience first. Or something more long term, actually potentially helping them seek some more professional help if this is something that is a recurring pattern and and needs some other intervention that you can't provide. The fourth one finally is following up. So following up with them a little bit later after maybe having that, that conversation or in the heat of the moment, asking them how they're feeling now, helping them reflect and also being able to watch and seeing how maybe history repeats itself or seeing some of those trends or those patterns and offering support and checking in with them on a regular basis and helping them to also identify and see those patterns repeating over time as well. So those are the four ways you can bring emotional intelligence into home or into your workplace. Set yourself up for success by using maybe a charter or a way of working or something and thinking about your role modeling. Exploring, being a learner, not a knower, not trying to fix everything. Thirdly, strategizing, helping the other person strategize as well and how they can regulate their emotions, how they might do something differently next time. And then fourthly, following up. So that's big idea number three, bring emotional intelligence home and or to work. There we go. Three big ideas from the book, Permission to Feel by Professor Mark Brackett. Big idea number one, be an emotion scientist. Number two, the five skills of emotional intelligence. And number three, bring emotional intelligence home or to work. Having read a couple of books recently that are kind of deeper into the emotional realm, should we say, so this one, I also read Nonviolent Communication, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Also have recently read Radical Acceptance by Tara Brack. Out of all of them, and they all covered slightly different things, they're certainly not the same book or the same topic. This one is definitely the most accessible and the most useful, and there's probably a little bit less nuance in there than there is in certainly nonviolent communication, and to a slightly lesser extent, to radical acceptance as well. So I would say this one, if you're looking into getting into emotional intelligence or thinking about helping either yourself or other people around you regulate their emotions more, this is 100% the one to start with. And don't be put off by some of the positioning around children or educators and teachers, because that's certainly not the only context that this is relevant for. You can also listen to Mark talk about these ideas and some of, the, some of the concepts in the book, but also some other examples that he shares on the Brené Brown podcast. I'll pop a link to that in the show notes as well. I know that one. It's incredibly popular with a lot of people I know who work in the leadership space as well, helping leaders, particularly in organizations and particularly at this particularly particularly, there's a lot of, of particulars in there. It's a very stressful time and difficult time how these skills are absolutely relevant in the workplace as well. And and even in the book blurb that i read out to you, or author blurb i read out to you earlier you'll see that mark or you would have heard that mark is working with significant sized organizations to bring this into workplaces to make them just generally more emotionally healthy environments to work in because let's face it we've all worked in places that are probably less emotionally healthy should we say like I said there's Mark's been doing heaps of press on this recently it's definitely a book that's caught the zeitgeist so there is other places so there are definitely other places you can see or hear Mark talking about these ideas that I recommend going and seeking out But otherwise, if you have read this book, I'd love to hear from you. I know this was a couple of people I know, their book of the year last year. Like I said, I was a little bit late to it. Sorry, I've only just got around to reading it. But if that is you, if you have read it before, if you've been looking at it and wondering more about it, let me know. Let me know what you think. And if you have read it, I'd love to know your thoughts. Contact details, as usual, are at the bottom of the show notes. Get in touch. Instagram or LinkedIn are the best places to find me. But otherwise, until next week, happy reading.